0: Okay, it's 2.08 in the afternoon. It is Simcha in the afternoon. And that's me, Simcha Cohen, with Nisim Lazari. So we got some Simcha and some Nisim, two of the most powerful components that you could put into your Sunday afternoon here on Jerut.com. And if you're up with the times, it's on the key radio, which is probably going to be the most unbelievable invention that's going to take over every Jewish home because this way you are totally, totally Naki, totally clean, and you can be sure what your kids are listening to, and they can get entertainment from every single end of the spectrum. And you can be entertained from every end of the spectrum. Clear, crisp, and beautiful-sounding Naki radio. Top-of-the-line HD, but it's something you can bring into your house, and it's, it's, you don't even need a filter. You don't need anything because there's nothing that's on it that's not on it. If you get what I mean. There's no way of anybody else putting anything on this radio except for the source. And of course J-Root is always the source. And so if you don't have one, you need one. And you need one whether you have one or not. But we are J Root Radio. And this is something we have flown through every wave, followed every wave. We've we've weathered every storm, but here we are. We're out and we're here to stay on. That key radio something that you're all gonna have something you're all gonna need and it's simcha in the afternoon And you know something i was uh i was looking at, at uh, a, a newspaper recently and i saw a word that i haven't seen in a long time and i guess fantasizing that it wasn't there but it was talking about being bullied and you know something i just i really i was shocked because i really maybe in the back of my mind i thought maybe that we had come to some 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 place where this stopped being an issue but you know something i guess as long as there's human nature out there people are going to be doing this but we really can't we can't sit back and let this happen and so i know it's it's like an old topic but it's really a topic that never goes away so i want to be the person for anybody Anybody, and I'm not talking about just bullying kids, I'm talking about bullying in life. Anytime a first a person feels disempowered or feels that there's a, a a situation where they're being placed in that they have to do something that they don't feel they should do or they don't want to do, and there's a power differential, meaning somebody's using power over them and they are uncomfortable with it. We need to abolish this entire, entire concept. It's not a Torah concept. It's not a, it's not a, a a human concept that we are allowed to live with, and we are not allowed to allow
1: people to do violent in response. But there are smart ways. There are smart. are bullying because they themselves need more help than we
0: we are victims we will walk away move on with our lives and eventually find people in our lives that will make us feel good and better but the truth is the person that is a bully will always always experience the same response from people throughout their life and that's maybe compliance but they won't get loyalty they won't get friendship they won't get closeness they won't get real integrity of relationship and those are the people that are really going to be very that very sad for. Now, we have a call-in number. And that is 683-5858. 718-683-5858. You know something? I've found that every situation that I've counseled and every situation that I've experienced, we tell ourselves in our mind, we cannot speak up. We tell ourselves and we tell ourselves and we tell ourselves. Someone comes along and gives us the strength and gives us the, 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 the omits, the the guts to speak up and I tell 99% of the time that someone takes my advice and finds the right way to speak up, they come back and they say, you know what? The guy listened. I say, really? Why is that so shocking? So I don't know. I expected it to really tore. But the guy listened. Because if you say it the right way and you present it the right way, then the guy will listen. Then the person will listen. But the truth is, this is something that can't be ignored. People will in life commit the most damaging things for themselves, for others, in society, because they feel pressured. And they they and and they they feel they can't stand. And the truth is, the Torah itself never bullies us in anything. The Torah never
1: bullies us. The Torah never forces us to do anything. That are that are imminent. That are here and now. It's
0: always a lengthy process of getting things done, and what could happen and what should happen if we don't do. It. But Hashem never bullies us, never and if, if Hashem doesn't take that approach, the Torah doesn't take that approach in anything then we need to know it's wrong we need to know it's wrong, and that means also if a person feels that they have something, that they have to tell somebody, that they're doing something wrong and the person has to give a person has to give over, tell the person they're doing something wrong. It also has to be in a way that's not bullying. It has to be in a way that's not bullying. It has to be in a way that, 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 that is not, that is, is a way that the person can hear it. Because if it's a way that's bullying, even if the person does eventually comply, it's not going to be a lesson for life. The person is not going to learn how to do that for life. They may do it to make you happy. They may do it so they won't get embarrassed. But for life, for life, it won't be. It won't be. Um, if there's anybody that has anything to talk about, anything on your mind, 718-683-5858. Any parents that have situations where their kids are bullies or or are bullying and you want to ask a question about how to handle it, it's very touchy because the truth is the kid's bullying is definitely missing something and you need to find out what you want to give that kid in order to make the kid feel better, because you don't take away whatever this child is doing to keep themselves emotionally alive. You don't want to take that away. But, but you, but you really have to, you really have to, to in mind, you have to figure out how to manage the situation. And there's nothing sadder to me when. The, the loneliness I see on the face of a kid who realizes that they really don't have friends. Bullies really don't have friends. Nobody's loyal to them. And nobody's going to stick by them. And as soon as their power goes, they don't, they don't have friends. And that's a, that's, a, that's a huge... It's so sad when I see a kid in that situation, it's very sad, very sad. Um, also, adults, I just want to say that <laughs> adults are also very, very sor- big source of depression. Our adults that are in power? One of the hardest things that I found was when I was the principal of the school and I was in authority and I had to. In, I had to make a rule for myself. That I, 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 I hate to say the word never, but I think I could count on my fingers how many times I had to tell a teacher they had to do something. I never used my authority. Not because I'm such a tzaddik, not because I'm such a big bahamidot, I, I wish it was. It was very simply. Because to be in a position where I was bossing people around was so lonely for me. It made me feel so separate and so alone. And that was no way that I could function. I needed to be working with my Rebbeim, with my English teachers, with my students, with the parents. And that way, that way, I was working with them. I wasn't alone, and it wasn't a lonely space to be where I was the one in charge. Of course, there were periods of time, once or actually I think four times when I had to assert myself, but even then, I did it in a way that wasn't forceful. I did it in a way that left an option, and a person could be smart enough to do that. And I remember one situation where I wanted all my rebellion to come on a full-day trip for Lagba Omer. And many of my rabbim had jobs in the afternoon teaching elsewhere. So the truth is, if I wanted to be a stickler in the contract that I signed with them, they signed on a contract that said that they had to give up a few afternoons a year from their other job to go on trips with the kids. So they signed, they committed, and they knew they did. I could have gone to each one of them and I could have said, you have to go, that's it, finish. These are the arrangements, Finished." And actually some person that was working under me did go around and did say that to them and they all told him, sorry, no can do. I went around and in 10 minutes, I had total compliance for every Rebbe. Besides the fact that each one of them were Yahidim, each one of them were unbelievable Rebbeim, we had a, a, a top, top list of Rebbe's in Shiro Kings Bay in the early 90s. But the fact is, the way I presented it to them was entirely different. I said to them, you don't know how much your presence on this trip will influence and will bring positive to the experience of the children. It would not be the same trip if you didn't come. Is there any way possible that you could do something to arrange not to go to your afternoon job? And if they don't pay you, I'll pay you whatever they were going to pay you for the afternoon. That's how important it is for me that you come. I got a yes from absolutely every Rebbe in a a flat second. One Rebbe was very smart. He said to me, You don't have to do this. It's in my contract. You're allowed to tell me I have to come and I can't say anything about it. I said, that's correct. But why would I want to do that? Why would I want to bully you into doing something that's so much sweeter, I can get you to do it happily by showing you how important you are. But, But when you have a situation where somebody is a bully, just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And the reason why people, the reason why people, do that in life is because they think that they can't get what they want unless they push people. And, you know something. That's that. I can tell you so many stories, about a,
1: a person that says. I would do it anyways. If you ask me, nice. Don't have to report. six eight three five eight five
0: eight. And you know something? And you can text us also. You can text us also at three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. And this if you get a text on
2: your computer, you can forward it to. Microsoft. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: So I'll see it on my phone. But you know, you know the 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 fact is the fact is that that in relationships between husbands and wives, there's no value over one forcing the other into doing something. It doesn't bring the couple closer. It doesn't bring the couple closer. It doesn't make things. Make these doesn't make a happy home, and if 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 it gets into a relationship where that's what has to be done, then there's a big problem with that relationship. There's a big problem with that relationship, and 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 we're talking about of course responsible people, but if one person feels bullied by another one, that's something that's very concerning, and person should deal. um, Person should deal with. You know what? The way I deal with it is. First thing you have to do is you have to realize that there are
1: halachot that are discussed in how we interact. No matter how you
0: think that it's otherwise, you need to give the benefit of the doubt. And you need to tell the person, you may not realize it, but you're bullying me right now. You probably don't realize it, but you are bullying me right now. You want to do that. Now, ridiculous. But the truth is, the truth is, if you give the other person that out and tell them that you probably don't realize it, that maybe, maybe they'll take the out. Maybe they'll take that. Maybe they'll take the back door and say, you're right. I didn't realize it. And maybe they'll back off. But if you attack the person and you say, you're bullying me. And you, you say you're a terrible person then they'll probably defend themselves and stick to their guns. So you give them the benefit of the doubt. You say, you don't realize it. You're bullying me. You're, you're, you're pushing me. Now, the person says, but if I don't push you, you're not going to listen to me. So then you say, that's not true. I, I, if, I, if, if, if I had time to think about it, I probably would listen to you if you made sense. But when you bully me, it's much harder to listen to you. And if I listen to you now this once, I probably won't listen to you again. You put it into that perspective. And that's that's, that's a very important thing to say. That if you if you if you if you bully me like more than once, if you do then, then next time I'm not gonna do I'm, I'm not gonna do what you want. And that's a that's 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 you see you see and don't bully back don't push back if you push back it's it's not going to work it's not going to work um with kids it's a little different kids that's not you know you tell a kid you're bullying me the kid may not hear it with kids you have to draw the line and the kid has to say you can't talk to me that way you're not allowed to talk to me that way. I'm not. I, I, I. You're not in charge of me. That you could talk to me like that, and when you say that, when you say that, so hopefully the person might might start hearing it. And you might have to have a few people more involved with you when you say it. You might have to have a few more people involved when you say it. But. Sometimes you can tell a kid, you know, you make me feel
1: really bad when you do that. And maybe the kid will respond. But uh, that, that's. Don't you know, anybody else's mind as well. I have to think it is because I think it's something that happens like every day, 100 times a day. I see it all the time. Okay, first of all, Talk I want too to... too much. Them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no,
2: it's uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah, no, that's... Uh, unfortunately, I, I suppose, you know, it wasn't so clear if I will be here today or not because uh, my son-in-law, uh, Yuda, Yuda Cohen lost his mom.
1: Oh, he brought uh, that in, And, and, yeah, and uh, just, young. we come from... It's important to... To be there, and I, I just, you know, I, my, my topic of the, you know, my show was basically what you're talking about, and talk about more adults, you know, the kids as, you know, the concept. Just don't take it, you know, uh, and. The Muslims are by name the Allah and all the dinner and and uh it can slap the baby uh, the the baby because the baby cried you know everything it excuses. beat and kill and this this are the or the or the other one the
2: right wings you know the kkk and the all this can kind of, this is something that really the i i address it you know on the, on my show about it because it's really something that we are basically somehow getting in uh, into I, I would say that most of these people are the earth the earth syndrome i call it you know they right. follow the they follow you know the of the the first sheep and the goat and don't think about twice what they're doing it, you know? This
0: unfortunately... I, I, I think that it's the herd syndrome but it's also a person that doesn't have substance in their life feels that the only way they could fill it up is by doing things like this. The fact is that every Jewish person is considered a world according to the Torah. And there's no such thing as one Jewish person that's not accountable for everything that they do. And every Jewish person could grow to be the
1: greatest So, Mamela, everybody's life is important. Everybody's feelings
0: are important. We don't have the ability to prioritize one thing over another you know it, it, this, this is this is you know we, we've gone through as you said so many things and the Torah tells us we're never allowed to prioritize
1: one person over another we can't yeah but also the Torah tells us to Definitely the art of the first of all, to take care of our own Ra.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's take care of ourselves. And the truth is, I'll be honest with you, commercials sell and posts sell and attention sells. I I spoke to somebody it was Mah.
1: And two years, I spoke three Gavir that gave a lot of money to Shiva. I said if you
0: walk over to the Rosh Yeshiva, you tell they are no longer donating to your Yeshiva until you end this macho. I don't care how you do it. don't have to admit you're wrong. You don't have to give in. You don't have to change your shita. You don't have to change your Halacha. You keep your Halacha. We are not fighting about this. We are not posting anything negative about them and they are not posting anything negative about us. And we are, quote unquote, friends but until you do that i am not donating any more money to yeshiva you know what happened immediately within three days there was this unbelievable turnaround and these two yeshiva all of a sudden became friends they both stated we respect our right we agree to disagree wow how refreshing so you know what happened (laughs) how many regular people on the street that were screaming and yelling and talking, how many of them all of a sudden stopped?
1: Because the truth is, Yaakov Ades, Shlita,
0: and when I was in Eretz Israel, they made Bayit Vagan, and he was on a Chov and, It's from Kolya Akov, And there was one kiosk that refused to close on Shabbat. One. And they asked him, we could force him, we could close him down and throw him off the street. Roshiva said, no, don't. Don't. Every day, morning and night, for I think, I don't know, more than four years for sure, Roshiva passed him and said, Shabbat Shalom Yehudi yakar That's all. After a bunch of years, the guy ran out crying. I'm sorry, okay, okay, okay. Come on, how much can I, I'm, I'm just going to feel bad already. I'll close. And he closed. That's the Savlanut.
2: Yeah, okay, I don't say, no. I don't agree, disagree about this. You know, I don't disagree, disagree about this, or not this. We are very patient, You no i disagree with people that basically the hypocritism you know the the the, the double standard of all this um being politically correct about uh, certain stuff being stuff that you have to this you know i'm telling you you're talking about bulliness about this you see a, a father that disconnect the thermostat from his son I think system, you know, uh, this is a bulliness. Uh, 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 you know a person that beat a, a lady because she didn't, pay, this is a bulliness. This,
0: and the, and this, the, 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 this you have to take care. And you, you have have to take care. care. And, and and you know what? And the Khazal tell us in those things, there's no there's no patience. And there's no, when it comes to, Ben Adam comes to, it comes to the okay, so, name and Retzach and things okay, like that. Okay, okay That's so that we, what we're talking we, about. We're talking, that, that, we're talking that,
2: about this. The same thing. We talk, we talk about this stuff, you know,
0: that is very important
2: and, and things that, you know, you're also, you have a group so-called Antifa. I you don't know, you know if you know this group. I don't group. know this group. Huh? No, I don't know this, this group. This is the, the, the most lefty wings on, on the Democratic Party that basically hunting and ra- running after people or the BDS people that running, you know, running and basically just, uh Unfortunately, a lot of our uh, people over there. And, but but you know this. I used starts...
0: to I used to have when I was principal of school. I used to take, I didn't. I just take the bully for a walk, and I'd say, and I knew who the bullies were. I'd say, you know what? You look like a really cool kid, so I'm talking to you. You know what I hate more than anything in life? So what I hate bullies. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, hate I, bullies. I, said, I said
0: so. I tell the bully. And he doesn't know that I'm talking to him because he's a bully. I'd say, hey, bullies. You know something? And a bully should know I can make their life miserable in a thousand different ways because I'm the principal. And I can really ruin their life. So look out for the bullies. If you see somebody that's bullying somebody, come tell me so I could take care of it. And the kid were looking at me with big, wide eyes like, okay. Like, not knowing that I knew that he was a bully. He said, I'm not a bully. Khalilah, I'm not saying that you are. But you look like the type of kid that would know who is. And you know something? The truth is, if a kid bullied another kid, I would come down swift
1: and strong. I would I would I would eliminate it and something I mean, that just need it was it, as you said Contagious also, and that's yep. But I found when I encountered situations of abuse when I was principal of school, and I had
0: visits from very very important people, telling me that I can't call. And you want to know something? I had bigger. Piskei Halacha, from huge ge'onim that told me I had to call. Now, there was a way to do it. When I used to have to call on kids, I knew in the Syrian community there were certain families that were taking foster children. And I used to prepare ahead of time, and OHEL has an arrangement where you prepare ahead of time. You call them and you tell them what you're doing, and they have people... Very special people that sit on the computer and wait if a child needs to be removed from a home the child will be identified as soon as they hit the system
1: and oh will we'll pull them out into a Jewish home right away so you you don't have to work I Do my due diligence and God forbid, a situation where a child was abused. I, I, it, it, was, it was a clear... ...treamed to me. I said, there's nothing I could do.
0: I said, I admit I am a nobody and you are a somebody, but there's nothing I could do.
1: There's nothing I could do. And there was a situation in the community where and it was a terrible tragedy. Cannot do that. Cannot do that. And there are rabbis
0: that sit back and let these things happen. I feel very bad for them. I feel very bad for them. It's, and not, I'm not a dean. am
1: not a dayan. Yeah, I know, know, but
2: uh, when you're approaching to certain leaders, uh, unfortunately, this is a big
1: issue. big issue that uh, bullies, families or bullies. And you know something? It was more the Chai said to Esther.
0: Don't question. Maybe this is why you're here. Maybe the reason why you're here is to do this and you, you worry about your status.
1: Maybe your whole status is for this. The rabbi, do this is to stop this because someone else can't. that's why that's why we are basically
2: uh don't shut up, you know we are talking we we, talk, we we have to talk about it, and we just uh, you know we don't i'm ignoring all these things that happen to us you know and,
0: and we can't ignore
2: we, it we have to we have to do this we have to we have no voice talking about this. people prosecute us and
1: just running after us and uh, if we haven't seen it once, we've seen it a thousand times,
0: that, 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 that we don't function on that level. We don't function. We have to know only what Hashem tells us to do, and that is there's nothing, there's no beginning, there's no end, that is it. That's it. There's no more, no less. And nobody can tell us from that. Nobody, nobody can tell that. And nobody can tell me or Nisim, or anybody in j Radio, that we have to keep quiet about something that has to be spoken about. Yeah. Can't happen. Yeah. And the day we give in to that is the day we don't belong on air. Which is why j not owned by anybody except for Nisim.
2: And oh, the, governed the, 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 by the,
0: the, the rabbis.
2: Basically, we have rabbi, rabbis.
0: The rabbis. The rabbis. Because Nisim is a person that says the rabbis have, been, have charge. Not rabbis in Balbatim, not rabbis in board of directors. We don't go that way.
2: Hashem. Uh, no. Okay, so, uh, well, time is, time, time is flying. Time is flying. Time is flying, you know, just... Uh... You know,
0: there was a story. In, yes. My father was a rabbi in Rochester for 45, 46 years. And he used to have a statement that was, tolerate everything, compromise nothing. He was very tolerant, but he didn't compromise anything that he had to. And I was the youngest, and I used to hear
1: all the politics. Because I was at home, and he used to send me up the stairs. To stay down, I used to listen on on top of the first stairs.
0: And there were so many times that people came in, and people used to, have meetings and
1: threaten him and this and that. He never janitor. $15,000 more than me. His salary needs to be $46,000 to be rabbi. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the Rabbi Tefila. Every why was because he said you can't pay anybody to do my job. I'm here because I'm doing it in with M. There was a man. Wife, he's marrying, with a fairytale, and she said, "No, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it." The father said, "So then your children are going to be illegitimate." The father came with the daughter from this marriage, and he wanted to have a wedding. And I'm, Zaret, and I'm so sorry if I can't make this wedding in my shoulder. names and that was that and my father very wealthy they had a board meeting and
0: in the board meeting they decided that that
1: that they were going to listen to the rabbi. The rabbi said, "There's nothing like the wedding, even though he was rich and he was very, very famous, he had everything." But the bottom
0: line is, they listened to the rabbi, and that was that was the that was what he stood for. That is what he stood for, and that is what we. That's how we have to look at things. That's how we have to look at things, and. He
1: wasn't angry. He wasn't bullying. He didn't say, he said very. I could do. That was that. But I remember, I remember. a Powerful man. But in his very quiet way. He said, there's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. And that was the, the fight with noise and six and stone aren't looking at the right way of doing something, and uh that, that's that, that's about the, the law that's a
0: good question it's a very good question and I don't know the answer to that question
1: and the answer is I believe in each one because if you're in a situation, where and it depends on the sort, it depends on what they're asking you to do, but a few friends of mine and they didn't want to do it, and so they left their jobs because of it.
0: That may be a situation where a person needs to leave their job, which is not a simple thing because they have
1: family to feed, But, you know, person, person tells you, I had a supervisor when I was in college. He told me I had to take off my yarmulke. Now, according to, I asked, my Rav, And my
0: Rav said, according to Halakha, if it's something that's going to affect my ability to get my education, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to. But I have to express my dissatisfaction and my being upset about it in writing to him and send it to the
1: head of my department at Pace University. Not allowing you to take off your yarmulke. Because if you
0: do, that set a precedent for all other people who want to do their own thing for religion. And
1: if you're going to do it, then they're going to start telling everybody what to do. But you can't be bullied into doing something like that. You can't be,
0: you can't be. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And legally, you're not allowed to be.
1: But, but it just is. Not Shabbat, keeping hours and working on Shabbat.
0: All of these things, all of these things are really, really important things that we, that we need to worry about. And I want to say that
2: uh, it's, I'm lucky. We have our chachamim, you know. But this very, very, you know that it's, it's come up to, uh, it's become easy, you know. As long as you follow the chachamim, you know, just
1: coming. Yeah. And what you say? Unfortunately, we see a lot of. Oh, you know, this. Oh, I go to this chacham. If it does I don't like. I don't like his answer. I go to another one
2: and yeah. uh, you know it's it's happened unfortunately it's happened my father used to say where there's a will there's a header yes yeah and this is this is something that uh
1: we we say we're talking about against it you know listen to any hachamim and it's still coming to the you know pretend himself like
2: a religious but it's it's unbelievable you know just something that very upsetting. But, very but upsetting. Well, you know what?
0: But when a person doesn't want to listen to Chacham, that's why you have to
1: have a keilah. And the keila has to tell the person. i to come into this rule. This is how we
0: dress. I'll give you an example. In the Aguda benjamin. So they have a they have a cloud. the the rabbi has, when a person davens for the tzibur, they should wear a jacket. That's the rabbi decided that's the standard. I was called up to the tzibur, for a yortzite, and I didn't have, I I didn't realize that that was the rabbi's thing, and I I prayed without a jacket, and afterwards, I saw the sign, I felt very bad. So I went over to Rabbi Leif, I said, I feel very bad, I I didn't do, so he said, I didn't want to stop you because I didn't want to embarrass you. So I said, on the contrary, I expect if I'm doing something that's not supposed to be done in shul, then stop me. He's the he's, he's sweetest man in the whole universe Is not going to stop me in an aggressive way. Yeah, But there has to be a standard. There has to be a standard. There are other shuls where you don't have to do like that. But we have to have standards. We can't, we can't have a situation where we destroy all standards for that. I had an argument with a rabbi, quote unquote rabbi. I was talking to a quote unquote rabbi. He said we sh- we can't have Vasik and midyan
1: in the community in Brooklyn. negative negative against the people that don't pray vatikin. I said, what? I said, that's the least thing I've ever heard in my entire life. He was no. Your, show, your people are not the type that can handle it. So you don't want to have in your show about the Kimi you because your you're, you're body, ba- but... Ba- thousands of people that pray about thinking. they yeah. can banging on the doors of all the other children everybody can do on their level because that doesn't make sense this is how this is how Something, anyways, because I have the unfortunately, unfortunately sadly, between. Conservative reform in Orthodox Jews. Sounded like. And I'm not macabre. I don't accept it upon myself to believe
0: that a person could say such a thing. And I believe he was misunderstood.
1: And I want to say very much that he was misunderstood on his behalf. But I want to point there are amongst the conservative reform Judaism, established the rules. And these are people who are. purposely have an agenda and abolishing the Torah. And I've met some of them. There was one person in Rochester where my father was the rabbi. His people wanted to have their weddings in this hall. And the conservative shul that was there, the conservative rabbi was Father, out of respect for you, and you're an orthodox rabbi, I vacate. Israel, according to halacha, I won't stand in your way. So, do it, but it. I believe that this rabbi was a very, very special person because he had his nisinot and he had his shittot. They were. It has to be with my edim. in other words, and with, under no certain concern,
0: if, if you want to have a wedding in this shul, it has to be a wedding pasul
1: So my father said to him, he comes to the wedding gets paid. So my father told him, I'll pay you
0: not to come to the wedding. What do you get for a wedding? $500? I'll give you $500. Just don't come to the wedding. He says, no, it's not about the money. It's about the fact that I think conservatives is right and orthodox is wrong. I want the world to be conservative. This is a person who, unfortunately, is going to have terrible dima Hajjbon. I'm sure by now maybe the teshuvah, but if not. But the people that come every day Shabbat, go to shul, because that's the only way that they know how to identify themselves as Jews. The people that, this is their Judaism, that don't know any better. These people are innocent, beautiful Jewish people that want to do something Jewish. They want to get close to Hashem. They want to be connected to Hashem. And these are Kedoshi That they died doing something that brought them close to Hashem. Even on their level. Whatever level it is. These are kedoshim. And we have to understand. Hashem. Who knows why these people. Were zoché. To be able to die this way. They had the zechut. Of dying. While they were doing something Jewish. You know, it's not something to look down at. It's not something to look down at. It doesn't matter what they did until now.
1: This this determines all actions. Many stories in the Holocaust of terrible people. When they walked into the gas chambers with
0: other Jews, they died. Hashem. There's nothing. Nothing to talk about. And the lesson to us is not not for anybody to misconstrue, misinterpret, misstate that we are saying that conservative informed Judaism, Bishita, is acceptable. God forbid. That's not a statement we're saying. But there is an ideology. And then there
2: are human beings. Look, I feel I feel sorry for all every human being that died, you know. But uh, I, I so, uh, that's ideology, right? It's that's an ideology. We talk about human beings. Yes, we talk about, about human the Erd syndrome. Yes, most of these people was
1: Erd and belonged to no Noachian ocean But you know but what? In it's- a- If People is, don't know. But I'm saying that the people behind but, but, the most, most radical that support. But you want to know
0: something? You oh, want to yes. know
1: something? Without okay. Torah,
0: without Torah, nisim. a person doesn't learn Torah. And this is the lesson I told my children. This is the lesson I want everybody to hear. A Jewish neshama
1: without Torah to guide it and to calibrate it any other way of applying their good heart of Baishanim Rahmanim heart in a soul without Torah Even in a farc on Hitler, that's yes. unfortunately. Unfortunately, they can accept that's a, everybody. That's exactly the but point. That's Torah exactly the point. And when, when we're allowed to, when we're not allowed to, and if the Torah would right on this issue, okay. and I'm not I disagree with you. And- what happened over there and you see you know what I'm not I'm not a husband I'm not a
2: rabbi I'm not making the cheshbonot mind as you say about this the only thing that I feel sorry about anyone anyone that yeah. lost his life anyone that you know just as a, a, a evil coming and take his life or doing arm him,
1: the uh, arms him this this is something that is in our nature yeah and at Akadosh Baruch who gave us you know You know, we know this. We know this. The only thing thing that I see this Torah and writing a new Torah, this is something that's very burning in myself. It didn't happen there. It happened years ago. My brother, I know it's over time. My brother, Allah, and I
0: used to have a every night. We used to learn. And we grew up in Rochester, which is an hour away from Niagara Falls. So when you're an hour away from Niagara Falls, you find out about relatives you never knew you had. Because every relative in the world says, oh, how are you? They come over. On the way to Niagara Falls, they would stop off. So we had a distant cousin of my father's. He was a rabbi Reform rabbi in Kentucky. Reformed rabbi in Kentucky comes, and they're eating in the kitchen. So he left his keys in his car. I ran out to get the keys from his car. I go in and see the keys on the front seat. There's a Kentucky Fried Chicken bag. Okay? So he's sitting in the kitchen, and my brother and I, my brother was very, very stark. We wouldn't give up our seder. Seder was from 8 to 9. 8 to 9 we sat. So we just sat and learned the danu. He comes in. He says, can I ask you what you're doing? So he said, uh, we're learning. Gemara. He goes, Gemara, you mean Talmud? I said, yeah. He goes, you're learning in the actual Aramaic text? He said, yes. He goes, I've never seen that. Do you mind if I look at it? This is a, a reformed rabbi has never seen a Gemara. He looks at it. He goes, where's the English? He says, no, we don't. we're don't. learning it in the actual text. He flipped out. He couldn't go back into the dining room. He had to sit and he had to listen. And he was listening. He was listening for an hour. He he listened. He said, this is fascinating. Do you know, seven years later, he became an Orthodox rabbi. Really? Because you know why? He told me. He said, I became a Reform rabbi because I wanted to be something Jewish. And in Kentucky, the only thing that was Jewish within miles of my house was Reform rabbi. And so that was my connection. When I found out later how off it was, so just continue with my desire.
2: Okay, that's beautiful. You know, he has the merit to see the truth. You know, unfortunately, a lot so of us. That's what we have to show those. Them. That's all. That's all. Why I spoke last on this two hours ago. Spoke about all hour about this. I mean, in a matter of merit to see what is the truth, merit to see that uh, we are wrong so many times. I was the other side. I know you know me. Don't know that I was in the other side. For sure. I I, I was total off. You know, but on when this, You
0: knew. You knew. But, that you had Shayahut to Hashem because you went through a war and you went through a war where you felt Hashem with you. And you also knew, you knew from what you went through that you had Hashem in your life and, and you, you had an awakening. A lot of times these people need to just know Hashem loves them. I had a supervisor that was married to a goya for 28 years. And before I left him, I brought him a mezuzah and I put it on his house. He started to cry. He said, you consider me a Jew? I said, you're a beautiful Jew. You make bad decisions, but you're a beautiful Jew. Seven months later, his wife, his wife, his wife converted to Judaism without him even asking. Why? Because she saw the way he kissed the Mizuza.
2: Yeah. Okay. So this is the, these people that I called with a, a, a merit. And I said, I spoke about the other people that thinking to bend the Torah and do it to their own way. I just disagree with this, you know. We have to stand up and say It's this, the so leaders can... that we have to That's a, Exactly. Okay. All right.
0: Soch afternoon you. with Nisim. Till next
1: week. Great week. And what And all the Good, good thing. things. you should only smach. With.